It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 oh. Hello, Dodger fans, and welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I'm Vince Amperio, Chavez Ravine Fiends, and I'm rolling solo today. Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential will not be on, as we mentioned on yesterday's episode, which ended up being a Kobe Bryant and remembering his legacy. Uh, fan Fest. The Dodgers had Fan Fest on Saturday. I was able to go cover it and be there for the media interviews with the players so i'm going to be bringing you guys some of those interviews some of those questions that were answered on today's episode but before we get into that a quick reminder to subscribe to locked on dodgers wherever you get your podcasts and when you get in car in the morning tell your smart device to play a podcast locked on dodgers all right so fan fest was on saturday uh, the media was allowed to speak to a majority of the players and obviously one of the big questions that came, uh, a lot of those questions that came directly from Bill Plaschke, who was seemingly writing an article about it, so he had to ask, uh, was about the Astros and their sign-stealing scandal and everything involved with that. Uh, some players were a little more candid than others, as you can imagine, but nobody really shied away from the topic too much. So I'll be bringing you some of the best questions and answers from Saturday's media uh, interviews. Uh, just real quick, some notes. A lot of the players, I've, the theme of the of the questioning was a lot of it is what it is. Uh, some guys went deeper after saying it is what it is because they know you know they can't change anything now. Uh, some guys kind of left it and didn't want to talk about it too much. But we'll get all into that right now. So let's start off with Justin Turner, who had a lot of good things to say and was one of the more candid interviews on Saturday. Quick disclaimer, the FanFest media area was in a not so great spot that was close enough to the stage and the loud music. So I apologize if some of it is a little loud. And some of the audio gets muffled, but I've I, I listened to it all through headphones, and I believe that you can hear pretty much everything you need to hear. You know, we know how hard it is to win a World Series, um, you know, getting there back-to-back years and not being successful, and we know that it's something that you really have to earn, and with, you know, the commissioner's report and the evidence and what they had, it, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to feel like they earned it and, and they earned the right to be called champions, which uh, is something that I think everyone in this game uh, holds pretty highly to be called a champion. So, um, you know, 
There's been reports of the city council asking for, for us to get a trophy. Uh, I don't think anyone in the organization wants that. Uh, we want to we want to be able to experience uh, those things. We want to be able to dogpile. We want to be able to pop the champagne in the clubhouse and, and spray all you guys. And uh, we want to have our parade and we want to do it the right way. Uh, so I don't think anyone's asking for that trophy. I don't think anyone wants that trophy uh, by any means. But it's not 100% sure if, if uh, you know, they, they should be called champions for the rest of their lives. Now we'll move on to hear from manager Dave Roberts about the science dealing scandal, as well as his relationship now with one of his best friends, A.J. Hinch, who was the manager of the Astros at the time in 2017 and who lost his job as a result of the report. How angry are you? About what, Bill? About the science dealing scandal. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that first off, I think that what went down as far as, you know, what the commissioner uh, decided to do as far as the penalty, uh, we completely supported. Um, but as far as kind of the direct impact, um, you know, of the 17 of the World Series, it, it's it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. I think that, uh, you know, this could be a conversation I can go on for quite some time, but I think, uh, you know, my demeanor, it's really frustrating. You look at what could have happened, and um, I can't go too much into it, uh, Black. But you know, speaking for the players, um, the fans, and um, you know, it was quite a season. What could have been different? Uh, but I, really, for me, I, it, it kind of goes out to you know, some of the unfair criticism that guys like Clayton took, um, you and um, Kenley, and. I guess frustrating is probably the floor, but uh, of my emotions, but that's kind of rough. Um, there, there's, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you know, we've been friends for a long time, and um, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's personal, and so um, you know what, what's going on with his uh, what's happened. Before the break, we will hear from Andrew Friedman. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, like everyone here, uh, you know, read the report uh, for the last three plus years. Have you know heard the rumors and uh, accusations, and to see it at least in a little bit more detail than um, you know some of the things we had heard was hopeful to see, um, but obviously just added to the frustration, the disappointment, you know, it's a difficult thing to accurately articulate, uh, and part of it is there's nothing we can do about it, um, and so whenever I find myself kind of thinking back to that and the number of disappointed people, our fans, you know, the players, the staff, um, there's just nothing we can do about it, and obviously the commissioner's office uh, came out with their report. Uh, and their punishment, which, you know, they're trying to be aggressive to serve as a deterrent for that going forward, which I think obviously is a great thing. Um, 
you know, they were put in a tough spot and I thought handled it well. But from our standpoint, all of my mental energy is focused on the 2020 World Series, not 2017. Andrew, should the Astros have to vacate the, the, the championship? It's not for me to say. I mean, again, I'm you know, selfish when it comes to this and just think about it from the Dodgers standpoint. If I was a commissioner, I'd be wearing a different hat and thinking about things differently. Uh, obviously, they went through everything and determined what they did. For me, everything is about the Dodgers and thinking about it through that lens. All right, that'll do it for the first half of the episode. We'll come back with answers from Ross Stripling, Corey Seager, Chris Taylor, and Jock Peterson. But before that, let's talk real quick about Arizona. If you're planning to go to spring training, I highly recommend it. Camelback Ranch is a great place to kick off the 2020 season. It's a lot of fun uh, just being there, you know, being in the presence of other Dodger fans from all over. And Arizona at that time can be beat. You got great weather. You got a lot of things to do in the area besides just baseball. But if you do want to focus on baseball, there are plenty of teams all over. Not just the Dodgers. You can go see 15 teams um, all within pretty much an hour of each other. So if you really want to get a different experience that you maybe haven't had before i definitely recommend going to spring training and if you want to start planning that trip you can go to visit arizona.com slash spring training to get everything you need all right let's get right back into these interviews we will skip the obscure former dodger of the day for today and we'll get into a couple rapid fire ones with Corey seager jock peterson and chris taylor in that order None of them had too much to say, so they'll keep it brief, and then we'll go on to Ross Stripling after. But again, this is Corey Seager, Jock Peterson, and Chris Taylor. How did you feel when you heard about the sign stealing scandal? Um, it's unfortunate, you know. It, it is what it is. It, it's it's not going to change now. So I think everybody's just kind of looking forward to next year. It's frustrating, but you know, it's three years ago, like lost a World Series since then, so I don't believe it was right, but you got to move on from it and use it as fuel, I guess, to get back to the World Series and win. Chris, how, how angry are you at the sign-stealing scandal? Uh, it's frustrating. You know, I think everybody's frustrated with it. Um, it's a shame that it, that it happened, and, uh, you know, but you can't, it doesn't do any good to look back at it and and think about the what ifs. You know, I think uh, the only thing we can really do is look forward to the 2020 season. Have you found yourself since the decision came out, looking back at that, and you talk about the what ifs and looking at all the what ifs? Have you found yourself doing that at all? I really haven't. You know, I, I'm honestly <coughs> just tired of like talking about it and thinking about it, and I really just want to move past it and move on. Alright, I failed to mention Kike earlier, but we do have Kike Hernandez, and we're going to get in some audio from him right now, talking about the sign-stealing scandal. You know, I guess you could say it's a shame. Uh, we had our doubts, you know, people talk around the league, a lot of people told us to, to worry about them, uh, but you know, you, you, go into the, you go into that series, you know, uh, you know, when a team's really good, a lot of rumors start spreading, uh, regardless of what team it is. And uh, we just we just thought there were just rumors, but I guess not. Are you satisfied with the punishment? Uh, man, I don't know. 
to be honest, I really haven't put much thought, thought to it. Uh, whatever the process, I don't know exactly what the commissioner's decision, why it was like that or what the process was all about. Uh, you know, uh, it hurt. I don't think it hurts more now than, than it did two years ago or three years ago when we lost the series. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're ready to, to, you know, just to play baseball, put put that thing past us and, you know, if win a World Series this year and, you know, what happened happened already and it is what it is, you know. You know, maybe uh, maybe when we all retire and we get together for a, for a class reunion or whatever, we can talk about the cheating scandal or remember that time when social media went nuts and uh, we had to go to FanFest and answer all these questions that we didn't want to answer, but, uh, you know, it's... We're, we're focused on this year. Really, you know? uh, we're ready to play baseball, and you know, uh, we're just really proud of, of our guys. We won, we won. We won a game in Houston where they knew every pitch that was coming. So, yeah. Of course, Kike brought a little bit of humor to the situation, and we will finish off today's episode with Ross Stripling, who had the longest interview of any of the players. And one of definitely one of the most candid ones to speak. So here's some of Ross Stripling. Yeah, how angry are you at the sign stealing scandal? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, you know, I, in 2017, we knew that there was stuff going on. You could just tell. Uh, they just seemed to be a step ahead of us in multiple situations. Certain at bats you can really look at and be like, Brandon Morrow hasn't gotten touched all postseason and all of a sudden he's grinding through innings like we haven't seen. You know, so kind of, man, in 2017, we kind of knew it and got over it. And then it, you know, kind of comes out like it did a few months ago and all of a sudden we're reliving it. So we're angry. Um, obviously, you don't get a punishment like that if, if things weren't found out. So it's pretty clear that cheating happened. They got the max penalty. They lost draft picks. Guys lost their jobs and more looks like it's coming. So. Um, you know, I think if you were going to ask us, we would say, you know, we're happy people got punished for doing what they did. And, um, you know, but also we were over it two years ago and now it's time to move on to 2020. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to believe that you could do it now with the way that MLB has instituted uh, like an eight second delay and that kind of stuff. I don't really know how you could relay signs in real time. Maybe you can. Um, I guess we'll see. Stripling was then asked to kind of explain the the sign stealing and what it means uh, to the average fan. You know how much of an advantage the Astros got by knowing uh, what pitches were coming. Um, man, these guys get paid millions and millions of dollars to do it without having a clue of what's coming, and they do it with us as pitchers also getting paid a lot of money to be as deceptive as we possibly can. That is my job. My job is to keep you off balance. And that's the only reason I'm out there. I'm out there to, to be prepared and to make it to where you have no idea what's coming. And now all of a sudden you take that away from me. That is literally my job. And you've now taken that away from me. And now you have the best players in the world at what they do, knowing exactly what's coming ahead of time and possibly knowing what side of the plate it's coming and all sorts of things. And it, it's, it is absolutely game changing. I don't know how else to say it. It, it is. I wish I had a better analogy. I've just kind of kept using the one of if you told a middle linebacker what just went into Tom Brady's headset and he turns around and he tells the team, hey, they're running it to the left side. My guess is that guy's not even going to get to the line of scrimmage, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the analogy I keep using. Ross, it was reported that 
obviously that sort of changes how fights get dealt out. As a player, a fellow player, remember that you it's frustrating knowing that these players besides Beltran was named. None of the other guys are named, nobody else is punished, and they got away with it. Yeah. Uh we've we've kind of gone back and forth on how we want to handle that. I think I think the easiest answer is to say, yeah, that is frustrating. I mean that based on the punishment that was handed out, players cheated and then they were granted immunity to tell the truth, right? And um and, you know, MVPs were won, silver sluggers were won, and a world championship was won because of it. And uh, not a single player gets in trouble. That's hard to believe. Uh, at the end of the day, I understand that maybe you have to do that in order to get the truth and the whole truth. And that's the way they went about it. Um, but it's frustrating. I think the biggest thing that we can say as players is a lot of people are going around saying this was just baseball at the time. This was what every team was doing it in some way. And that is not true. Um, to my core, I believe that that is not true. And that the Astros were, were doing it beyond the line of, of what was acceptable. And, um, and, you know, I, I guess long story short, man, the players got immunity and that's the way it is. But I think as other players around MLB, what we can do is keep bringing up that uh, that was not the norm in baseball at the time. Those players were going above what any other organization was doing, in my opinion. And uh, they essentially got away with it. All right. That'll do it for all the interviews from FanFest 2020. Uh, Jeff and I will be back to kind of break down what was said and also get into a couple other topics that weren't really brought up. Today's episode was mainly about uh, all the Astros questions that that the players got and how they responded to that. Uh, But, you know, the players did have stuff to say about the 2020 season. Dave Roberts had some stuff to say about the upcoming 2020 season. Andrew Friedman had some stuff to say about the upcoming 2020 season. So we'll get into that the rest of the week unless some breaking news happens. Thank you for listening to Locked on Dodgers. As I said, I laid out the rest of the week for us. Um, We'll be back tomorrow, both of us, and talking about what we just uh, listened to and maybe some other stuff about what was said on Saturday at FanFest. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnDodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vince Samperio. If you like the show, please show us by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts and or Apple uh, iTunes. Also, if you want to tell your friends and family about this podcast, please do so. Or if you want to tweet about it or post about it on Instagram, please do so. We greatly appreciate it. And as always, please, please, please leave ratings and reviews um, wherever you listen or on Apple. A couple other ways to reach us is calling or texting 323-863-LOCK. That's 323-863-5625. Or shooting an email to LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. I say D-O, D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all hard. Oh, heart and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.